Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, praise the Lord. We are all wel- you are welcome to this is in five episode 10 of BP. In the previous episode, we talked about navigation and vision. In the episode, we said Nehemiah was able to communicate his vision for rebuilding the world effectively. Every leader must have that skill and gift of communication. We also noted his skillful navigation abilities that helped them finish the construction work in 52 days. We will read it again in this episode. Nehemiah saw the old picture in his mind and helped the team to reach their goal despite many minefields. Today we will focus on commitment of leaders. And our test, our key test of passage for this episode is taken from Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 15 to 16. Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 15 to 16. And I read from the anything version from verse 15. So on October 2nd, the war was finished just 52 days after we had begun. Verse 16. When our enemies and the surrounding nations heard about it, they were frightened and humiliated. You realize that this work has been done with the help of God, beloved in the name that's above every other name. When the work that the Lord has committed to your hand is done, your oppositions and distractors will be frightened and humiliated in the mighty name of Jesus. So, what does it tell us? This account that we have just read in Matthew 15 to 16 indicates that even the enemies acknowledge that the work was actually done by God, not those men and Nehemiah. So while some leaders may be tempted to exalt the leadership qualities that they brought to any assignment, Nehemiah's mind was spoken out by his enemy. Beloved, Nehemiah's mind was spoken out by his enemies. They were frightened and they acknowledged that it is God that actually did the work. In other words, God works through his faithful children. He walks through his vessels to fulfill his purpose. So, we must always recognize that God walks through us. We are not the one doing the work. So, if we read the two verses clearly again, we can ask, why were the surrounding nations around Jerusalem afraid because of this war-rebuilding effort? Why were they afraid? The answer lies in the miracle they witnessed. A war that was in ruin for more than a century, precisely for about 120 years, was rebuilt within 52 days. That is a miracle that can frighten anyone. The neighboring nations recognized that this is a clear act of God as a sign that the Jews were not neglected but had God's special favor. They had God's backing. So, by implication, potential enemies realized that they will have to deal with more than a world if they confronted the Jews. They will have to deal with God. In simple terms, they will have to deal with God. Their fear is well founded because they have been antagonistic towards Jerusalem and their eventual loss of confidence is a direct answer to Nehemiah's prayer in Nehemiah 4, 4-5. Nehemiah 4, 4 to 5. From verse 4, I'm reading from the KJV. It says, Hear, O our God, for we are despised, turn their reproach on their own heads, and give them 
as plunder to a land of captivity. Verse 5. Do not cover their iniquity and do not let their sin be blotted out from you for they have provoked you to anger before the builders. Beloved, never provoke God to anger. The Lord will help us never to provoke him to anger. It is not a good situation any man or woman should face. Beloved, the word providence, if you think very well, is at play in this account in Nehemiah 6.16. Nehemiah 6.16. Providence happens happen to be an accurate account or an accurate element, considering the speed of the rebuilding work. The fact that the builders were able to finish the work with singleness of purpose surprised the enemies who had to consider it must be God who had helped them. Beloved, let us know the following from this account. Number one, God always provides everything we need to do His work. If there is a famine or there is lack persistently all the time, check yourself. Has God sent you to that parish or to that church? Has God sent you to that country? Has God sent you to those people that you claim you are leading? Check yourself. Number two, we run short of energy and resources when we do our own things, but call it God's work. That is all over the show, all over the place. People do their things, they call it God's work, or they say they are led by the Holy Spirit. And who amongst us, mortal men, can argue against the Holy Spirit? Number three, like Nehemiah, when we do God's work, we must first pray to him to direct and guide us. We must pray to him to help us focus on his plan, not our own plan. What we are doing should be within God's plan, not our own plan. The Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Number four, beloved, we must not let the size of a task commissioned by God or the length of time needed to accomplish it from keeping us from doing it with the help of God. All things can be done. We must be focused. We must be committed. Number five, when God's men and women join together for a special task, they can solve major problems and accomplish great roles. This is a very good example of Nehemiah and the rebuilders that assisted, assisted him. Beloved, as we run to a close in this episode, Nehemiah 6, 15-16 came about through commitment, which is central to the sources of every leader. Every leader must be committed to the assignment, or else one must leave that assignment. Because Nehemiah was committed, he got others to do the same thing. He got others to be committed. The rebuilders were also committed. And what is the result? The war was finished in 52 days, despite many adversaries, despite external provocations, rumors of war, ridicule, internal misbehavior of the Jews, brothers, wickedness upon brothers. The war was finished. Even the enemies gave testimony in verse 16 of Nehemiah 6. This work had been done with the help of God. So, beloved, four features or characteristics stood out for every leader that completed a task. 
Number one, such leader like Nehemiah will have a compelling sense of purpose. That is why we must commit to a vision that God has given to us. Number two, such a leader that completes the task will have a clear perspective. You know where you are going. Such leaders do not allow intimidation to clear their vision. They do not allow obstacles to clear their vision. They do not allow ridicule and rumor, rumors of war, rumors of disgrace, rumors of there will be no support, rumors of there will be no resources to deter them. Number three, a life of standard prayer is crucial. In the, in, in, when, when you examine how a leader finishes well, how a leader remains committed to the task, that leader will always be prayerful. Such leaders pray about everything and anything to gain the favor of God, just as Nehemiah did. Acts 2.42, Acts 2.42 says, We must continue steadfastly in doctrine, fellowshipping, breaking of bread, and prayer. We mustn't forget that verse if we are to be committed leaders. Finally, number four, a leader that completes the task we and must continue to be courageously persistent. Doing the right thing, though, doing the right thing. Such leaders move ahead despite the odds against the work, against them at personal level, and against the work. Beloved, let us pray. The Lord has been gracious throughout this season. Father, we thank you for such a fantastic season of Biblical Furnaces so far. This episode is episode 10. We are running to a close just two episodes left. In today's episode, we let of your help to keep us focused. Father, release the grace, release the grace to be committed to your thanks to us in the mighty name of Jesus. As you help Nehemiah and his team, Lord help us. In all assignment that you are giving unto us, either in our fellowship, either inside the church, or even outside the church, help us to be living a peace to Whenever I call your name, Jesus, you make the way. Your name is a strong Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs>